police in the morning. Welcome, B-Movie fans, to another B-Movie interview. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey. And joining us today are Dee and Dave from Thunderstrike Films. And they're here to talk about their upcoming horror film, Scars. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you very much. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, company, Striker Film? What kind of films do you guys specialize in? Thunderstriker Films, that started in about uh, 2009. I was going to be a funeral director, and then I went on from there to a film festival in our local city here in Thunder Bay, Ontario. And that's where I saw one movie that seemed to just change it all for me. It was uh, a movie called El Hilo de Oro. It was like a Spanish movie. I saw that, and I was like, man, I think I really want to be a filmmaker. So in 2009, after I saw that movie, I I decided uh, I'm going to be a filmmaker, and I went on to produce a whole bunch of uh, tourism videos. From there, I went and did Thunder Bay Paranormal Society for uh, local television. Then after that, Dark History, which is another paranormal show that I did. And then after that, I went on to uh, write Fallacious. And uh, worked with uh, Andy Van Scoy on Border Patrol. And now I'm here with Dave working on Scars. Very cool. Just kind of found your passion and went for it. That's awesome. Could one of you tell us about your new film project, Scars? Maybe give us a quick synopsis on it. The idea behind Scars was the fact that I write a lot of poetry. And then I was like, man, nobody really reads poetry. I need to write little little short films or stories. And, you know, I was kind of sitting here in the kitchen one night and I I started to kind of visualize the story uh, something that I thought I was going to try to put together and then I realized man I really just uh, enjoy writing more than anything else so I started writing a story about a a girl who comes home just kind of really done with it all really had it with with the way life beats her down uh, just to continuously see option after option of um, the end being in front of her yeah needless to say she's a a cutter this may be the last chance she has to either to do it or don't do it and uh there may be uh forces that uh, manipulate her in other ways very cool it's always nice to see how if how ideas just kind of evolve from just a poem to a story to a full movie we saw the teaser trailer which definitely sparked our interest looks like there's a lot going on we saw the floating knife and everything so Looking forward to seeing what that's all about what makes a uh, scars kind of stand out from other horror movies I don't know how many movies deal with cutters, you know, people that uh, suffer psychological issues. Uh, I don't think I've seen too many. But uh, when I read Dave's short story, A Solution of Sadness, I was like, man, that's actually really good because he approached me. And I was like, you know, it's, it's just it is different, you know. So he's like, well, do you want to do this? I could, I could give you some other stuff if you want to look at it. So I looked at his poetry and I was going to make a short film about that. But then I went back to Scar- or Solution to Sadness. I was like, you know, I could probably make something out of this. And uh, sure enough, I did. You know, it was, it was different. It bordered on not just uh, the paranormal, but it was paranormal horror slash paranormal drama. So it's something different that, from what I've done so far. What was the process of making Scars like? Was it different from any of the other films or projects you've worked on? Well, first of all, it started off with uh, getting the story from Dave. And then... Um, creating a screenplay adaption based on that. And I needed kind of a shorter title. I like I don't want to have like long titles like The Phantom Menace or something like that. Just one word, you know, two words, something like that. So I went with, I'll change it from A Solution of Sadness to Scars. 
And then uh, I wrote it all out. I wrote everything with his plot points and uh, some of the lines from it. Then I um, kind of filled it in, kind of fleshed out, because he had like a skeleton story. And uh, I went over that and I just you know, bulked it up and uh, changed a few things into uh, something more or less that we would see on screen. So his story, how long was your story, Dave? Oh, it was probably um, maybe three minutes long. Okay, so uh, in, in story writing terms, that's about a uh, page and a half, something like that, right? On an iPhone, it's a lot more. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I took his uh, short story and I made it into like a six-page script. Once I got the okay from Dave on it, we went to film production, I think. Let me just check my calendar here. I was pretty busy just after... Um, releasing uh border patrol it was actually the 22nd that we ended up shooting uh scars i had rented a uh apartment just for that i bought props and everything that we needed assembled a, a cast and crew but then we kind of had a little bit of problems too our driver who is uh the main uh person in the, uh, in the movie her name would be uh faith beckett played by kate sutton well, on the way to go pick everyone up, she hit the ditch, and then that caused her to be late. That caused the other original cast members to drop out of the movie, believe it or not. So she was like, D, can we, you know, I really want to do this. And she really showed that, yes, I do want to be here for this. Let's do this anyway. So I was like, well, let me figure something out. So seriously, last minute, we assembled basically two more people from crew to act out uh, their their parts in scars we did pretty well at it so we kind of got plagued with problems that night but uh, we got over it and got it done uh, like all like i always do i always get my stuff done to the best of my abilities yeah i gotta say when, <laughs> when you told me uh oh, there's gonna be some changes like okay what kind of changes are you gonna do and, and he showed me some of the plot point differences and some of the lines he wanted to do and i was like yeah you know that that's pretty cool and then day of production he's like well um yeah we're changing to the actors I'm like, what <laughs> can you do that and then uh Whittenhead did that did what was necessary and then was able to kind of see it all come together i don't know man maybe it happened for a reason it's uh pretty happy with the way it's turning out cool. yeah so my everything looks great on my end i've been uh Showing it to a few uh, people, basically in the family, they drop by. Oh, what are you working on this time? Because they they all know I'm into you know doing all this film work. They watched uh, Scars, and you know the people I did see it loved it. They thought it was great, even on those early. Times. I want to know how did you, D and you, Dave, come together for this director writer partnership? How did you find each other? It's actually kind of funny because I've only been on Twitter for maybe a month or two, no more than that. And uh, I got on it to promote my horror writing. That's all I wanted to do. In doing that, I just started hitting up a whole bunch of people in the genre. And then I remember D had sent out kind of a broad message saying, hey, I, I want to watch a horror movie tonight. What should I watch? And I remember thinking, well, how classic do you want to go? And he's like, well, not too old, but good. And then uh, one of the uh, common interests we both have is a passion for the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm like, well, why don't you watch that? And since then, it just became uh, kind of a casual conversation to uh hey man uh, i saw your fallacious film it was really good did you know that i write and then i just kind of started sending some stuff to him terror brothers was born i guess <laughs> yeah that's true 
yeah, we met on Twitter. You know, it's a friendship that has blossomed into more than that. It's like a brotherhood now. And we're, you know, basically hashtagging the shit out of uh, Terror Brothers. <laughs> trying to. And, uh, you know, yeah, we're trying to. And, uh, you know, basically, you got to fight to be seen in this business. That's for sure. You got to get your stuff out there and make sure you promote it properly, especially as an indie filmmaker. You know, I'm basically coming out of nowhere, but I'm working my way up to the top sort of thing. So uh, still fighting for views, still fighting to be seen with everything. But uh, definitely a great dynamic duo here with the uh, Terror Brothers, that's for sure, because this is going to be a good movie. Like you, the Terror Brothers, uh, we here at B-Movie Bros are huge horror fans. Uh, we like to hashtag everything with B-Movie Life, but it, it almost seems insane that a lot of people would try to del- deliberately scare themselves over and over. What do you think it is about the horror genre that is so appealing to people? The horror genre is just a gateway to imagination. And a lot of people, it's an escape uh, from their everyday problems. And it kind of puts you into perspective to realize that a lot of situations are worse than what you're in. And so when somebody can see a horror film and get that anxiety and that fear released, and then in some horror anyway, there's always a conclusion. I think it kind of dials back into the fact that we all have some sort of conclusion or solution to our uh, issue. Elaborate a little more on that, too. I think everyone needs a release. You have your day-to-day problems, and how else other than, you know, getting drunk or high are you going to deal with this stuff, right? So it's kind of a release watching this, you know, gore and everything like that. For some reason, it does kind of help psychologically to watch this sort of thing, and on top of that, enjoy it. (laughs) We're bringing horror, and the people that watch obviously want to see horror. So that's what we're bringing to them, and hopefully it helps in their daily life. It's like horror movies are my anti-drug. I've always felt that uh, horror films were meant to show us that we're all able to be broken. They take us out of our comfort zones and really expose how fragile we really are. And I think that a great horror film like really subjects their audience to their own vulnerabilities and shows whether or not they can overcome them by the actions of the protagonist. Or just relating to the killers in that, you know, man, I wish I really could do that to everybody, but, you know, the reality is it's it's just not feasible. Yeah, kind of gets that, your murderous tendencies at, in a safe, legal way. Well, that's the thing. Everyone has a dark side, and uh, to make a movie like this kind of just brings out the dark side and then lets that whatever it is that's driving the person, you know, baddie, it kind of lets it pass, you know? They get chill after that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, on top of that, there's no mess to clean up. <laughs> there's, there's no jail either. <laughs> what qualities do you make a great horror film, and can you give us some examples of any horror films that you think are great? Great writing, number one. Great directing. You know, look at movies like Nightmare on Elm Street or Texas Chainsaw. Those are great movies. They give Everything that the, uh, people in horror, they go to see horror movies, it gives them everything they want to see. They want to be scared? Well, let's bring, you know, let's, let's bring out the scares. Let's scare them. Yeah, and for me, I, I dip down really deep into the psychological aspect. So anytime that you can add a twist in there or give the viewer something they weren't expected and make them feel like they should have seen it coming because it was in front of them the whole time. What advice would you give to somebody who wants to make their own independent films? If you're starting from how I started, I went and saw whatever film that was, El Hilo de Oro. That basically made me get into film. It was like, uh, no, forget being a funeral director. I want to be a film director. And starting out like that, 
just by sheer will and determination, I have gotten where I've gotten. I did not go to school for this. I taught myself the psychology of the shot. The thing is, when you're doing this kind of stuff on your own, out of your own pocket, it is going to cost you. Uh, I'm not lying. It will cost you. It's just a whole lot of work. But you develop your craft so well because you're doing everything on your own. You're not depending on anyone. Oh, I need VFX done for this. No, you're doing this stuff all by yourself. And you're crafting it uh, according to the original vision you saw when you read the story or you wrote the script. You're trying to recreate what you saw in your head. It's a lot of work, but it's also very rewarding. Yeah, and as far as the writing aspect goes, you know, for anybody that's struggling, uh, wants to be a writer and feels like they just can't do nothing with their writing is you can't just let your material sit there and waste away or that's exactly what it's going to do um you got to put yourself out there even if it doesn't look like it's doing good just keep putting yourself out there and uh you know you'll catch somebody's eye and then uh, hopefully you mesh well and you can make something happen that's right and that's what i did with uh, all the tourism videos i did everything for free uh just to get my name out there and i got it out there and it just kind of blossomed from there we have a question uh, for both of you. It's, it's a very important topic to uh, to Paul and I. We, uh, we tend to argue about it a lot. What is your opinion on hairless cats? Uh, hairless cats. <laughs> I probably wouldn't own one. I mean, come on. Don't, don't you think they're adorable or cuddly in any way? <laughs> yes, silence is golden, right? <laughs> I personally think they look like moving abortions, but that's just me. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've come across any hairless cats, honestly. Uh, what I could say about hairless cats is you definitely caught me off guard with that question. <laughs> kind of keeps things lighthearted, but but honest, you know. Something just a, a little out there, but it, it's it's different for each person, it seems. Right. Well, if I could break that down to one word, creepy. Unless hairless cats is a metaphor for something else. <laughs> no, no we're, we're talking about the literal sense of, you know, uh, in, in Austin Powers, the Dr. Evil has... Yeah, the, then I can honestly Dr. say... Dr. Evil. He's, he's got the hairless cat. I don't know. I just think they're cute. Yeah. I th I agree with you guys. I think they're creepy, and it's a sin against nature. <laughs> We've experimented too much with cats. Well, so you got a hairless cat, own, so you, you, know? you can never have a furball. <laughs> <laughs> see, see look, looking on the bright side there. There you go. <laughs> Rather take that than have to look at it then. <laughs> All right, so where can we follow you guys to learn more about Scars and any of your future projects? Okay, um, you can follow us on Twitter. We're both on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at D McCulley on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook, uh, verified Facebook page at D McCulley. Also on Instagram at D McCulley. And uh, Thunderstriker Films on Facebook. I think that was about it, other than my personal page. Yeah, and as far as uh, for Dave here, just um, on Twitter and Phantom Theories, hashtag RejectIntel and hashtag Terror Brothers, as well as I got a lot of writing on my Wattpad. Just uh, go to Wattpad and search Phantom Theories, and you will find the darkness. So you heard it here, folks. Scars, produced by Thunderstriker Films. Release date December 27th, so be sure to check it out. Dean Dave, thanks for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. Can't wait till your film comes out. Thanks, guys. Thank you Appreciate it. 
If you have an independent film you're working on and would like to discuss it, you can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. Don't forget to listen to our podcast. We review a different B-movie each week. New episodes every Friday on our website, bmoviebros.com. If you have a movie you'd like us to review or any additional comments, feel free to leave a message below. This has been another B-movie interview. We are the B-movie bros saying... Be brave, be alive, and be back next time. Get on the next